0: Welcome to Good Money Moves, featuring Jenna Taubel from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good
1: morning and welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell along with Jenna Taubel with First Alliance Credit Union and a brand new guest, Jenna.
2: Yes, yes. So today I have with me Amanda Adams-Smith, one of our home lending advisors, Um, and I'm going to let her tell everyone a little bit about herself
3: and what she does at the credit union.
1: Yeah, good morning, Amanda.
3: Good morning. Um, so, again, my name is Amanda. I am the Home Lending Advisor at First Alliance Credit Union. Um, I've actually been with the credit union for eight years today, actually. My eighth anniversary is today. Um, I've been part of the real estate department um, at least for the last six years. So, um, it's uh, real estate is my passion. So, I'm excited to be here and talk a little bit about affordable homes.
1: Well, fantastic. Last week, the show was all about... Living beyond your means and how to not do that and regain control of your finances. And I'm guessing that affordable housing has something to do with what we're gonna talk about today, right, Jonathan?
3: Yeah,
2: absolutely. So today we're we are going to be talking about um, an affordable home ownership option that's actually often overlooked by a lot of people who are looking to become first time home- homeowners, and that is the option of manufactured homes. Um, so there's more than 22 million people in the United States that live in manufactured homes. So this is a pretty decent um, chunk of the population, actually. And there are only about 40,000 manufactured home communities across the United States. Um, In Minnesota specifically, there's about 180,000 people that live in about 900 parks across the state. Now... The interesting statistic that I'm going to share next, and I didn't even realize this when I was initially putting together my thoughts for the show. So there's 56, just over 56% of manufactured homeowners have actually lived in their manufactured home for more than 10 years. So this is a a pretty legitimate homeownership option and people feel very comfortable living in these homes for an extended amount of time.
1: Yeah, I had no idea. Uh, That that (laughs) surprises me as well.
2: Yeah, and so another um, interesting thing that I don't think people really think about a lot when they think of a manufactured home is that probably about two-thirds of all manufactured homes are actually placed on private property, so property that's owned by the person who also owns the manufactured home. And then there's only about a third of those manufactured homes that are actually in manufactured home communities or manufactured home parks. So there's really two options for when it comes to manufactured homes and where you want to place them, which we're going to talk a little bit more about later on. Um, but the the big thing that makes these so affordable is that manufactured home prices are typically, well, they can be up to 50% less per square foot than a conventional like site built home. That'll that It will. Yeah, it saves you a lot of money. Um, but we'll, and we'll dig into all of this a little bit more as we kind of go through okay. the show today.
1: Interesting statistics, as usual, Jenna.
2: Yeah.
1: I didn't realize, uh, I mean, I did, the numbers are surprising to me. I had no mm-hmm. idea. So maybe to start out with, can we kind of uh, the terminology of this? Uh, you were referring to manufactured homes. This mm-hmm. what's, what counts as a manufactured home versus a mobile home?
3: Um, You know, Andy, that is a great question, and I do get that a lot with my members. Um, There is some confusion with that terminology uh, when we're talking about manufactured homes. Uh, With manufactured homes, they do come in a variety of styles and sizes, but they also have common traits. Uh, These homes are built entirely in a factory where they're transported to the site and either installed on the private property or owned land, or in a manufactured uh, home community. Uh, They're typically built on top of uh, metal frames and they often will have like tie downs in front or in place of uh, the permanent base, um, which would be a cement basement or a crawl space, um, it is very important um, to note that homes uh, that are built under the HUD code, and we'll talk a little bit uh, a little bit about that later, are installed uh, in accordance with local ordinances. Um, all above the information that I just mentioned um, goes for mobile homes, but the key difference here is the year that they were built. So homes built before June 15th, 1976, um, are considered mobile homes and homes built after June 15th, 1976 are considered manufactured homes. Uh, These modular homes, uh, they are factory built and usually delivered to the home site in um, two sections. Uh, They're typically placed, again, on a permanent basement foundation, and they look just like a site-built home once everything is complete and installed. Installed.
1: You brought up 1976. Well, why is that an important date when talking about manufactured homes versus mobile homes?
3: Well, that's the golden year when it comes to manufactured and mobile homes. So in uh, 1976 is when the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development also known as HUD, uh, put in effect the federal manufactured home construction and safety standards, um, and this is commonly known as the HUD code. Uh, federal standards uh, suggest manufactured, uh, excuse me, manufactured housing design and constructions, and strength and durability, and uh, transport transportability, fire resistance, um, and different other qualities. Um, the code also sets performance standards for heating. Plumbing, air conditioning, thermal, and electrical systems, um, and in fact, it's actually the only federally—excuse me—federally me, federally regulated national building code. Essentially, starting in 1976, the HUD code established um, a series of construction and safety standards to ensure that today's homes are, you know, safe homes. Since then, manufactured homes are dramatically different in appearance and quality compared to those built before 1976. Uh, manufactured homes like site-built homes are now available in a variety of designs, uh, floor plans, and amenities. But most importantly, um, they are safe homes to live in.
1: So in other words, stay away from something that was prior to that date in 76.
3: You said it, I didn't.
1: (laughs) I don't imagine you could probably find many of them still around that were prior to 76. But
3: You, you know, I haven't seen many, but you know what? In this day and age, nothing surprises me anymore.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> building standards for the manufacturing homes are actually, well, fairly well re- regulated. I wasn't even aware of that. To me, now this makes it seem like this would be a realistic, attainable option for some families.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, manufactured homes are very affordable housing options for families and individuals to become homeowners. Um, so if you think about it, the cost to buy a manufactured home averages about brand new, about $70,000 versus a single-family site-built home at two hundred eighty six hundred thousand dollars <laughs> right so it's a pretty big number
1: difference yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, but right so given that today's manufactured homes do come in a wide variety of shapes sizes styles like Amanda had mentioned earlier um, these are actually really good options for a wide range of situations beyond just those with maybe a lower income level that a lot of people Absolutely. kind of think of immediately when they think of manufactured homes so I have known people who have used a manufactured home as downsizing after retirement and just putting it on their, their personal property. They didn't want to live in this big, giant house anymore. They wanted to downsize, and they didn't, but they didn't want to spend a ton of money on a house because they weren't going to be there year-round or whatever the, the case may be. It was a great option for retirement families. Um, an affordable second home, if you wanted to put like a cabin on the lake or have a hunting cabin out in the woods, it makes a lot more sense to do something like a manufactured home versus building something when you're not going to be there all the time. Um, it's also an excellent option for single people who maybe don't want or need a larger home but they also don't want to live in an apartment and they're ready to kind of take that first step towards home ownership um And it's a great first-time home option for young families just getting started in life, too. There's, you know, and it doesn't matter what your income level is. Sometimes it just makes more sense to start out with something smaller and work your way up. I know that's, there's tons of families that have started that way. I remember that's where my family started, and now they live in a, one of those $200,000 houses, you know, so it...
1: I know a lot of folks it's- who did start in that way, but you know what, unfortunately, mm-hmm. that I'm old enough that they started out in those pre-76 ones.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, bet, I, I bet they'd love to have one of the, the newer ones that you've talked about. Uh, yeah. You know, We'll take a quick break and we're going to continue our discussion about uh, manufactured homes as an option or an affordable housing option. Right here on Good Money Moves at News Talk 1340, KROC-AM and 96.9
0: FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC-AM and 96.9 FM. Check out these deals at deal.com. Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell
1: from News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM along with Jenna Tobble and Amanda Adam Smith from First Alliance Credit Union. We've been talking about manufactured homes. And um, I know from years back that there was kind of a stigma attached to this
2: yeah definitely i mean there's definitely some stigma around what it means um socioeconomically to live in a manufactured home but as i was talking about before the break there's actually a lot of different options and a manufactured home can make a really good choice for a lot of different people and a lot of different situations just given that you can live in one that's in you know some kind of leased community space versus something where you place it on land that you own um, but I think you know the really more important piece to focus on um, for this is really the cost comparison between what it means to rent, what it means to own a home and what it means to own a manufactured home. So I, I did a little research and the average cost to rent an apartment in Rochester, Minnesota right now is just over $1,000 a month. Yep. $1,074 to be exact. That's the average cost. So obviously you'll find them lower, but a lot of them are going to be higher. A lot of them are
1: going <laughs> to be higher. A lot, higher. <laughs> a lot of
2: them. Um, And then you look at the average cost in Rochester right now, of a traditional home on the market is right around two hundred and sixty-five thousand um, dollars, and so you know, looking at a traditional thirty-year mortgage, you're looking at roughly a payment if you finance that whole amount to be roughly a thousand one hundred and twenty dollars a month. So higher than renting, but you're in your own home, right? Well, right. Pros and cons there. But now consider the average cost. Of a brand new manufactured home, like I mentioned earlier, at that $70,000 mark, and looking at the terms and rates for manufactured homes, you're only looking at a payment of roughly $564 a month. So you're cutting your amount you're paying out each month in half half, at that point. So it's less than rent, it's less than your typical mortgage, and it gets you into a home of your own. And I call that a win. There you go. No matter where you are at socioeconomically. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: so does financing for manufactured homes alone, does it work the same as what I deal with with a traditional mortgage?
3: Um, Andy, you know what? That is also a great question. Um, There are some differences in the process of securing financing for a manufactured home um, versus a traditional home. The biggest difference is the land ownership. A traditional site-built home is considered real property, whereas a manufactured home is um, typically considered personal property when it's on lease land. So um, if it's placed in like a park where you'll be paying lot rent um, and those things. Um, because of this, the home is considered a personal movable property, um, also known as a chattel loan. Um, with these loans, First Alliance can offer from five years to a 20year term versus a real estate loan or a mortgage loan where the max can be 30 years. okay um, There's also the fact of a processing fee um, and loan, uh, loan amounts are up to 50% lower um, on a manufactured home loan um, which means less money is required upfront versus the traditional mortgage and those closing costs. Okay so now we got to get to the bad news here. Um, there is a downside of this type of mortgage. Um, unfortunately, it is a higher rate um, compared to a traditional mortgage. Um, the APR on these, um, the average is 1.5 higher um, than standard conventional home loans. Um, however, the payment is likely to still be affordable because of the loan amount compared to a traditional mortgage. So um, just to kind of reiterate on that. So with the secondary market, the rates have been historically low, the lowest they've ever been for quite some time um, compared to what we are able to offer as a rate. Um, As I said earlier, a personal movable property, um, that basically means this is not tied to um, permanent land. So You know, there is that risk that you can throw wheels on this thing and, you know, take it to another place and we have no idea. So that is a risk for the credit union. And I think that once members inquire about that, that scares them. But I want them to look at the overall picture um, now as in, you know, you have a low rate now, but you have the highest term versus... Uh, you know, a little bit higher rate versus a smaller term. So the interest over time could be apples to apples. It could actually equal the same um, in calculation. So that's just something, you know, I want them to be cautious of. Um, Still, You know, ask about it, inquire about it, and when it gets to that point, don't just um, deter away from it. You know, let's talk about it. Um, So now that I'm, you know, done with that, I'm sorry. Well,
1: actually, Amanda, Uh, I would have thought, I mean, just if you were to just tell me, okay, this, you know, this loan versus that loan and this not being real estate, I would have thought the rate would have been one and a half percent higher is actually more modest than I thought it would have been.
3: Yes, and um, there are, of course, different criterias. Um, typically, we have um, just three. Um like little tiers that we would kind of base it off of, which is like down payment, credit score, and then the term that we're looking at, um, again, versus um, the real estate or the secondary market where there's a lot more guidelines to getting approved for a real estate loan. Um, as Jenna said, sure. you know what? It's really important because rent right now is insane um, and that's a lot of what my members are coming to see me for saying yeah. my lease is up, um, I'm tired of paying XYZ when I can you know, invest into my own and typically that's what you're doing, you know, first time home buyers get into the flow of being a, a home owner and you know having to fix your own and being on your own instead of jumping into this huge, you know, payment every month or this huge house and you know, stuff breaks (laughs) (laughs) so let's let's start small let's you know build up here and then you know eventually maybe we can look at you know real estate loan but manufactured homes are you know they they're for everyone um you know lower income for seniors for young people for you know different ethnicities i mean they are for everyone um i truly believe um in people owning their own home, that's why I've been in the real estate department for all these years because that's what I am passionate about. I think it's the American dream. I think it's one of the most beautiful things about living in America is owning your own home with the you know the fence and the dog and you know all that good fun stuff. So it's it's really important um, for people to know that there are affordable. Options And, you know, when you look at it from a rate perspective or whatever it is, you know, don't jump the gun. Let's just work it out and let's figure out from point A to point B what is going to work best for you, not only in the long term, but financially.
1: I liked your point about the term that if you're paying that slightly higher rate, but it's. Only 10 to 15 years compared to that rock bottom rate over 30 years. Right. Odds are, if you look at it, you might over the 30 years, the actual dollar might be higher.
3: Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly.
1: Okay. um, We're talking about manufactured homes. As an option, an affordable housing option on Good Money Moves. And we'll be back in just a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and
0: 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Have you ever wanted to learn a new language like French, Spanish or Russian, but thought it would be? Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Branchester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM. A. M. and ninety 9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves, Andy Brownell, along with Jenna Tobel and Amanda Adam Smith
1: from First Alliance Credit Union. Manufactured homes, the topic. And Amanda, you mentioned that it's a different type of loan from most manufactured homes. But let's say, let's say I did own the land, mm-hmm. would that make the situation different?
3: Um, actually, it will. Um, in that case, that would be considered a traditional mortgage um, because you will be placing the home um, on land that is already owned. Um, there are different financing options um, through manufactured dealers um, where they do offer um, some type of installment loan if you you know, don't decide to go through First Alliance Credit Union. Um, additional financing for that type of loan, um, if you do own the loan, um, you can Go through an FHA loan, a Fannie Mae, a Freddie Mac, USDA, and VA loans. Um, While these are uh, different, federally funding options with various options, excuse me, various requirements, um, often it is required that you only care about long term lease agreements in some cases.
1: Okay, so there are differences to consider when I'm financing a manufactured home. What are some of the Other things that I should be considering if I was to buy one of these manufactured homes?
3: Uh, Just like purchasing a traditional home, um, there are some things you want to think about um, before, you know, jumping right in. The first thing is do not forget to shop around. Um, While it is considered a manufactured home, um, it's just like any other home that you buy a real estate loan. Um, They have different features, different amenities, um, different pipe price points, Um, there's so many different things, so you definitely wanna shop around. Um, If you're thinking of buying a brand new home, make sure to visit multiple dealers um, to give you variety. Um, If you plan on using us, um, First Alliance Credit Union, as your financial institute, uh, to help you finance, make sure that you get pre-approved before you shop. And that, I think that is one of the most important um, because I've had to turned down quite a bit of loans because um, they looked over their means, and that is very heartbreaking to me, so um, if you can, get pre-approved first so you know what you can afford, what you can shop for, and it's within your budget. Um, If you are paying, or excuse me, if you're buying a manufactured home um, in a community, a couple things to consider. Um, Any association fees, the lot rent, what does that cover? How much will it be? Um, Along with any lease term options of what amenities does the community offer? If there's parks for the kids or pools, or is it near a more desirable location? if you're allowed to have additions onto your property, like a deck, garage, a shed, carport, etc., cetera, um, and most importantly, make sure you factor ongoing maintenance costs, just like a real estate loan, just like a stick-built house. Um, things break down over time, and um, they will need to be repaired and replaced, so you want to make sure um, you're covered for that.
1: Yep. Yep. It's home ownership is what you're talking about here.
3: Yeah, yeah pretty so, much.
1: <laughs> um, you know, traditionally with a mortgage, you wrap in your taxes as part of an escrow payment. Is yes. is that the same when you do a manufactured home or do you need to just consider that separately?
3: So, unfortunately, that does have to be considered um, separately um, because we are not a servicing, as you could say, company. Um, So that's something that you would have to take care of your own. But, again, we're here to help. We're here to help you save and, you know, set up an, an account for you to succeed to make sure those things are paid on time as well.
1: So, in other words, do your homework.
3: Do your homework <laughs> and come visit me and ask questions. Yeah, yes, you s- absolutely.
1: You sound like a great resource, Amanda, for oh, somebody who's interested. thank you. That's thank for you. sure. <laughs> and, uh, well, it's excellent information as always. Uh, manufactured homes, like I, I think it is overlooked all the time, especially uh, for yeah. the affordable. And, and you mentioned the, the lakeside cabin. What a perfect solution to that situation.
2: Yeah.
1: I just got to have the land along the lake. so where can i go to find out more about affordable home ownership options
2: yeah as always i would suggest starting at our website firstalliancecu.com you can check out our manufactured home loan page um, to give you some more information about the the lending process that goes into manufacturing home loans um, along with all of our other mortgage solutions and resources that we have on our website. Um, But to really get yourself into the right financial mindset for home ownership, I would strongly recommend going checking out our blog and our resource guides that we have available out there in regards to home ownership. Um, And of course, go back and listen to the past episodes of Good Money Moves. It's going to get you in the right Frame of mind. And you can find those on our website, firstlance.com. You can find them on the KROCnews.com website. And now the past episodes of Good Money Moves are also available on Apple, Google, TuneIn, and Spotify podcasting services. Pretty cool. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. <laughs> and of course, as Amanda said, go visit her, book an appointment with her, call her on the phone, send her an email or any other member of our mortgage team, and they are going to help you get pointed in the right direction towards homeownership get, based get, on your goals.
1: Get that pre-approval right away. That's yes. That pre-approval.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well,
1: thank you, Amanda. It's awesome meeting you and talking with you.
3: Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, just come on, guys. Come out, see me. Come get a pre-approval. Let's get you into a manufactured home. Let, let's do this. We're going to do it together.
1: Okay. <laughs> Jenna, I, I guess we'll talk to you next week.
3: Absolutely. Yes. Thanks, Andy.
1: Yeah, thank you. And thanks, amanda You're listening to Good Money Moves right here on News Talk thirteen forty, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. From the News Talk thirteen forty, KROC AM and 90-